Welcome to Encouraging Conversations, Keeping Elgin's Youth Alcohol and Drug-Free, a podcast of the Coalition for a Safe and Healthy Elgin. Welcome to today's podcast. This is Pastor Jack Wheatley from Greater Grace Community Church. I'm also the current president of a coalition for a safe and healthy Elgin. I'm joined here today by producer Gil Feliciano. How are you, Gil? I'm doing great. Thank you, Jack. Look forward to today's show. Excellent. As well as Jared, our comedy relief for today. Thank you, Jack. Glad to be here as well. Excellent. Well, hey, today we have a special guest in that um, Carrie has this vivacious smile and Carrie Schneider is the interim VP of operations for the Boys and Girls Club of Elgin. She's also uh, been a number of other hats with the organization and uh, in just 2.5 years she's made an impact for the organization and she uh, hails from the University of Wisconsin La Crosse where she was an eagle for her MS degree. Additionally her BA from the University of Minnesota where she played basketball for the Cougars. Her key moniker there is that she brought the team from an 0 and 54 record to a 1 and 54 record. So All right, all right. That's great. Yeah, hey, excellent. <clears throat> so we um additionally she played amateur athletic union basketball. So that's um you are just uh, a go-getter. You're high-powered, and we just welcome you to the podcast today. Carrie, how do you feel? Oh, I feel great. Thank you so much for having me today. <laughs> Thanks for Excellent. being here, Carrie. So maybe, uh, you know, we are inviting each one of our members to a podcast so that the community at large gets to see uh, actually, like, I, I guess we could use this talent, right? Like, we are talented. We have 12 sectors. 12 different um, uh, areas of the community that come together and help with substance uh, uh, misuse. And your uh, addition and your, um, your contribution is huge in that you're part of the, you work with the Boys and Girls Club, so you're youth serving, and this is actually who we want to target. So maybe tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to work with the Boys and Girls Club and maybe what you do for the Boys and Girls Club. Um, sure thing, Jack. You know, first of all, we as the Boys and Girls Boys and Girls Club just really appreciate the opportunity to be a part of the Coalition for a Safe and Healthy Elgin. We all know that we're serving youth. Um, we serve many under-resourced youth who really don't always have those supports at home to have people have those positive impacts in their life and how making those healthy choices. Um, Boys and Girls Club of Elgin really started on those bases. We, um, it probably is the most appropriate time to really say our condolences to the Chuck Gruber family. Mm, Chuck recently indeed. passed away. Um, he was the one of the most um, influential people for the Boys and Girls Club of Elgin. Um, the police chief at the time, that mm -hmm. was him. Yep. He, the local leaders in the community, in the neighborhood where we are, certainly saw a need for a safe place for Boys and Girls Clubs. So that's how we started in 1996 um, at the corner of Dundee and Ann to be a safe after-school program for our the, the young kids in the community to get them off the streets, to get them away from the gangs and really have a positive impact in their life. So. I appreciate you saying that about Chuck Gruber. I mean, I, he was the one who gave me the opportunity to first begin uh, working for wow. the city of Elgin you know, years ago. And uh, I've always appreciated his vision. Uh, mm -hmm. He was always uh, he was kind of ahead of his time, as I said in the newspaper. Mm -hmm. uh, and that, that couldn't, I didn't know he was that connected to the Boys yeah. and Girls Club. And uh, that's a great connection to have because that, that was a great man. Mm -hmm. So, 
I just love the, the answer that Carrie just gave. So pre-recording, we learned that one of Carrie's um, most, uh, I don't know how you would describe this, either like m most people, like your first dance at your wedding is like, wow, I love it. I'm the center of attention. Carrie is just a servant, right? Like a high-powered servant. And so when you, you ask her about like, about yourself and about where you work. And then she just said, here, I wanna serve the legacy. I wanna honor the legacy of the founder. So, I mean, that's the type of players that we have in the coalition. And I just, I just think that's astounding that um, we recognize the importance that one person can make, mm -hmm. you know, in a community. And I think what, what I'm gathering is, uh, <clears throat> He founded or started up a boys and girls club chapter mm -hmm. in Elgin, Correct. but it's part of like a national organization. Yes, um, Boys and Girls Club of Elgin is part of the Boys and Girls Clubs of America. We have about 4,500 clubs through the United States, um, but we all have one mission statement, and that is to enable all young people, especially those who need us most, to reach their full potential as productive, caring, responsible citizens. So while each club looks a little different, at the end of the day, we have the same mission and we have the same three core values. So correct. That's great. So impacting the boys and girls, the youth of America, mm -hmm. but specifically for you, it's in Elgin. Now, is there any specific parameters that a, a family needs to meet in order that their child could participate in the club? No, we have. we want there to be very little barriers for anybody to attend. So there are no economic you know, strains or, or any qualifi qualifiers. Mm -hmm. um, you can make $100 a week. You can make $100,000 a year, whatever it might be. Right. Um, we do have an application because we have to have a waiver form. We have a sliding sliding fee scale. We scholarship many of our, our members. Um, we also are part of the CCAP program. So we want there to be no barriers to be a part of the club. So no cost for a, 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 a parent to have their child into the club or there is a cost? There then... are some fees. Um, unfortunately, we can thank COVID for that. When we had to change our model from a typical after school and summer program to what we considered a full child care day um, mm -hmm. that just brought completely new um, expenses to us. So we are part of the child care, um, child care application program mm -hmm. so that parents who are working or going to school can have free child care. Right. So. Mm -hmm. So this is a, a great program for parents to have their boys and girls um, watched, like you said, child yes, care right. program, mm -hmm. but it's actually much more than just, hey, you can park your kid here and they'll be safe right. and then you can come back and they, you know, they won't get into trouble. So maybe you say a little bit more about or share with us what it is that the Boys and Girls Club uh, provides uh, for the parents and then potentially or yes in addition provides for the for the kids sure so um, our three core values are academic success healthy lifestyles and good character and leadership um, first and foremost we want our, our kids are getting three meals a day if they are there with us all day we try very hard for them to be healthy for them to have a protein, um, a starch, a fruit, a vegetable, and then always chocolate milk. <laughs> I wish I was a kid now. Um, exactly. And as they get older, um, that's really where our connection with the coalition comes in. Um, we do um, Becoming a, a Man, a Passport to Manhood, and then Smart Girls program for girls. And then, of course, we are, we're talking about not using alcohol and drugs and 
staying away from gangs and and how we can support our members in those areas very good one of the questions i have when given that that's it right um is there is there any kind of protocol uh that uh the boys and girls club uses uh, if one of the kids uh, let's say were to come up to you or one of the staff members and just say you know i'm really struggling with this particular substance or with alcohol whatever what kind of things can can that kid expect to be uh met with with respect to the boys and girls club so we really rely heavily on our community partners Excellent. because we are a child serving organization so we know how to work with children youth development we are not substance abuse um, experts that's where our um, our connection with uh, coalition for a safe and healthy elgin we have connection with ecker center for behavioral health and other resources within Elgin that we really lean on them to come in. And if there's any one-on-one need, we really rely on them as well. Dynamite, thank you, Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. So what the Boys and Girls provides is like a a positive uh, environment where um, academics are are fostered and encouraged, where uh, having life skills are developed and encouraged, and it also sounds like nutrition Mm -hmm. and things developed and encouraged and Really, what we found in the coalition, you know, we say that we're trying to stop the misuse of substances, but actually prevention work is much better. Like, so before the fact of someone misusing, provide uh, the substance within one's character or within one's uh, convictions or values about life that they are too good for drugs like there's so much more why would i settle for something so low or not good right so then that's something that uh what the boys and girls provides is a great avenue for parents and for uh, the the youth themselves to to really have a a positive impact in their life yes absolutely you know being that's what we are and after school during those most critical after-school hours when most parents are not home is to really provide opportunities for our kids to stay in a supervised area instead of being out and having those other things put in front of them to make better choices. Now, it must be a pretty rewarding um, place to work. Absolutely. Now, do you get to see maybe the fruits of your labor, like where boys, girls become men, and, and women, and they come back and they say, hey, I was a boy and girl at the Boys and Girls Club. Yes, um, so our third core value is good character and citizenship, which ultimately through the time, people that are freshmen through seniors in high school, so they are part of our Keystone Club, which is like student council for Boys and Girls Club, and that puts them on the track to participate in our Youth of the Year competition. So Youth, in the, Youth of the Year competition is Boys and Girls Club's most Um, cornerstone event so we have a local youth of the year state youth of the year competition and possibly regional and then national Um, so really our youth of the year are our top of of the line of our members Um, if they win that award they do go to Judson University on a tuition-free scholarship that's that's excellent so it's oftentimes our youth of the year competitors who come back and say hey look at look at what I'm doing or what I have done I've I've finished my first semester of college. It was extremely difficult, but look what I've done. And, um, mm. you know, so we're really proud of those members. So you never know what the potential is Correct. in one person's life. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's fortuitous, but uh, this morning I was uh, listening to uh, 
our church's podcast, uh, Greater Grace World Outreach. And there was a, a gentleman that was uh, had an opportunity at the mic for Mother's Day, and he was built up as a, <clears throat> he's now a, a police officer, uh, um, father of four, active in the community. And uh, when I first met him, he was very rough, not very rough, but a little bit rough around the edges. But um, I can remember like teaching him and showing him how to do sales management and things. And he talked to me about how he grew up like Detroit, Kalamazoo. And come to find out, I remembered that he spoke about how he was involved with the Boys and Girls After School program. And so it was a little fortuitous to hear that and just to say or to, to know like, hey, what type of individuals, uh, we don't want to do stereotypes or whatnot, but like really like the potential or the importance of being involved in a boys and girls program. Mm -hmm. It's like, how do you measure that? Mm -hmm. And like, here's someone that, you know, stats might say that maybe even by this time he would be incarcerated or, or have this because a single mother um, and he was one of how X amount of children, but because of what was instilled in him at the Boys and Girls Club, he took it, a, 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 you know, took it a, about himself to become something. And now he's police. Uh, I think he's even like advanced, not just officer, but I don't remember his exact rank. Four children. Who has four wow. children now? You think that's crazy? And not only just four children, four boys. Oh, jeez. So that's the type of man that is produced that's at great. the Boys and Girls Club of Elgin. So, um, <clears throat> and we appreciate that whole prevention piece. Obviously, absolutely. Uh, there's you don't know the future of the kids, et cetera, and that's why we do. We play our cog in the community, which is prevention. That's why we have partners like you guys because one never really does know their potential, and oftentimes, even even somebody that's on the right track uh, has a hiccup, mm -hmm. and sometimes that becomes the fork in the road. At but for people like us, people like our organizations, people like all the members that we have in our coalition, as well as those that aren't, uh, work together really to make sure that where there's a safety net and to know this is not, you're not going that road, you're going on this one. Right. And, uh, and ultimately, you know, we have citizens, we produce people that uh, then pay it forward when they get older and so so then that's how it's supposed to work and i know it doesn't work 100 percent of the time but that's why we continue to do the work that we do mm -hmm. and, and partner with people like like uh, the boys and girls club so boys and girls club does great work they're part of a coalition for a safe and healthy elgin and maybe you speak a little bit about like how you see the boys and girls club fit into the coalition or what's the most important thing about the boys and girls club being a part of the coalition itself I just really think that Elgin is an amazing place and it has all of these resources that if people just need them, they need to ask. And I think that's where we, um, from the Boys and Girls Club, advocate for our members because being a part of the Boys and Girls Club provides you opportunities, whether that's opportunity to become a youth of the year, an opportunity to be um, to get help where you need it, an opportunity to know and understand what prevention is um, for not using alcohol and substance abuse. Like That's what we want to do. We want to be that place of opportunity to get the knowledge and the information that you need. So we can't do our job without the partners in the community because we are, like I said before, we, we serve children. We are not experts on substance abuse. So we have to work with our community partners to really make good, positive citizens to come out of the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah, it's a great connection of mm -hmm. youth connected with school, connected with, um, <clears throat> like you said, um, 
people that are in the, the treatment or the prevention of substances where each person or healthcare even, right? Like together, uh, we're much stronger and we have a much higher yield for like a man hour invested. Mm -hmm. And it just serves the youth. It serves the families at a much greater rate. And I just think that's, that's a, a wonderful thing. And it's such a complicated issue, substance misuse. And um, a lot of times, like, what are these um, precipitating factors that cause someone to uh, start using substances? And, you know, being an athlete, maybe um, do you, or could you speak to like a high school athlete and why uh, would they feel like they need to use drugs to reach their potential or to use drugs to a, um, alleviate stress? And then maybe if you had like a word for them about mm -hmm. no, there's something much better. Yeah, I mean, I was very fortunate to be a high school athlete. I came from a smaller school. I graduated with about 220 kids. So my, my circumstances were different than some of these larger high schools um, that I'm currently involved with. But to me, athletics was most important in my life. It was important to me to be an athlete, which kept my grades up because I had extremely good time management. So I didn't want to do anything that would um, get in the way of that. And now looking back, having the opportunity to play at a couple of different levels of collegiate basketball, those were probably my favorite years. And to not have that opportunity, I think I would certainly have lost out in life. And I think I have never used drugs. I've never had that desire to. I have never had that urge to. I've been around enough of them. But to me, it was always most important that my grades and my ability to be an athlete was most important to me. So I think people just have to find what is most important and then just keep I'm sure it's a struggle every day. You have to keep putting that first, putting yes, that first. Is. So Yes, it is. No, no doubt. Do you find yeah. it that it's the people that they surround themselves with is a big influence? Like the friends that they, you know, friends, right? They want to be friends with mm -hmm. them, but maybe they're not the right fit for them. Um, absolutely, Jared. I would agree with that. I think the friends that I associated with, none of them did that. So we were always... We were the nerds that hung out together on Friday night and drove around the neighboring city looking for boys. That was our Friday night entertainment. Um, I know that pressures are different these days, and I, I would agree with you about that. And I think it's sometimes maybe it even takes that one friend to say, hey, we're not doing that tonight, and this is why, to try to get some of that to change. So it's a good thing to be a nerd is what I heard. I <laughs> right? loved every like, second of it. <laughs> right? That's not a negative <laughs> moniker. That's a positive <laughs> moniker. Exactly. Like, <laughs> and you can still roll the town on Friday nights that's and right. search for boys if <laughs> if you call yourself a nerd. It's like that's an important thing to have, like a commitment to excellence. Yes. Indeed. And then to know that there's things that are much better. So that, that that's uh, you know, that's that's what we're here for mm -hmm. with the Boys and Girls Club is for. I think that's an interesting uh, concept that, that Jared brings up. Like do you see like uh, the striations of the different maybe cliques in the programs of the Boys and Girls Club, and then you kind of help them with socialization. Like you said, you, you want to be a good community member. Maybe you mm -hmm. talk about that, because a lot of times parents worry about how does my kid fit in at school or with their friends. Yeah, I think that's the best part about coming to Boys and Girls Club is now you are you're kind of unique, but you're around other people that are like-minded of you. So we might have an art program that everybody who really enjoys art is all together in the art room and they're all maybe from different schools or from different walks of life, but they all have one constant about them, which is art. And you know what? They are able to kind of be themselves in there. 
People talk very differently when they're around their friends, when they're just kind of freelancing, when they're doing things, we might overhear things and be able to say, hey, how can we help you through that? Or, hey, I heard you say something about what happened in school today. How can we help you with that? Um, I was involved in an incident at one of our middle schools relating to Instagram. Mm -hmm. And the girl just showed me everything on her Instagram account and how she was truly being bullied on Instagram. So Mm -hmm. because she felt safe with me, I was able to point her in the direction of the school because it happened during school. So really being able to say, hey, this happened. How do we prevent it again? What do we do from here? And it's really those relationships at the Boys and Girls Club where the members really feel comfortable to share with the staff and and ask for help sometimes. That's great to hear. I'm Mm -hmm. very encouraged by that. Yeah. Wow. So you, um, most parents wonder how much does my child value what I have to contribute to them, right? Like we know the teen, the teen years is a, is a time of separation. A lot of times parents like what they get from their, their, their children, uh, from their teen is, uh, he knows everything. He doesn't even care what I know any longer. And he's just going to do what he's going to do. So why should I invest? And I hear something much different from you in that instance of the Instagram, Mm -hmm. you know, and that, um, she came to you and was willing to open Mm. wide. So maybe speak a little bit to that, uh, for the parents that maybe these pressures that we, we see are what we think is maybe really isn't and that our teens do want to hear from us. You know, I, our art staff are the fabulous people. They are the foundation of the Boys and Girls Club. If we don't have good staff, we're not going to have good programs. So it is our staff, which we have some staff who've been with us for 10 to 12 years. Um, it is just like coming to club consistently. It's those consistent staff that make a difference. And we know that that is also in life in general, a consistent family structure, consistency helps kids. So after they come for a while, and even if they're there just every Tuesday, like I said, for art club or every Friday for open gym, they're coming for a reason. And you start to build those relationships with the kids. And sometimes they want to talk to somebody who's not their parent. Even Mm, if their parent and the staff have the same thing to say, it's coming from somebody different. Yeah, the messenger is important. Correct. Oh, so community, I, I, that's what right. I hear from there, like community, like when you're a parent, you understand that you can't always, you know, when the kid was, when the kid, okay. <laughs> when we're younger, then yes, we'll listen to everything mom and dad say and we go right to it. But then as a child is progressing in age, uh, maybe parents, we, we come to a better understanding that, hey, we should connect them to the broader community and to, to people that have uh they're good at heart, but then also can, can help them. And we don't need to have all the answers. We can actually point them mm-hmm. to channels that have answers. Yeah, I think that's absolutely. Mm-hmm. Very good. And then I heard you say consistency there, right? Consistency uh, to the Boys and Girls program uh, that you guys have consistent uh volunteers or consistent members of the team. I, is the Boys and Girls both people that are on staff, are they volunteers and paid staff or is it all paid staff? Uh, Both. So we have paid staff, we have full-time and part-time staff, and then we have volunteers. We have volunteers in all capacities that join us for whether that's just to be a volunteer out of the goodness of their heart or required hours for whatever reason. Yes, we have both. 
So when you're volunteer driven, you're always looking for volunteers, right? Absolutely, so right. if you're listening, you're in Elgin, uh, here's like a call to volunteerism for the Boys and Girls Club. It's rewarding. If you could see the smile that's on Carrie's face right now, because she knows that the work that she does is high impact and that it's very rewarding, especially when you see these, the boys and girls flourish. Correct. You know, I, I, I like how you said you have... Uh, a class where the boys go to and then a class that the girls go to and maybe that's not um as as much maybe you speak a little bit to that i, I like both of those programs and what they provide and why is it that you separate the boys and why is it that you go to the girls uh, certainly. So our uh, Passport to Manhood does gear trust towards men, and it does have a male staff. And the reason for that is because you are all like-minded. You might be going through the same part of your life, um, and you kind of have those same questions. You're in a safe environment or what we call now kind of a brave a brave space to ask some questions, um, to not be judged by girls, to have an understanding of maybe different things. And kind of the same thing with just a group of girls with a female staff. You don't have boys there you don't have the snickering in the corner um you can maybe ask some of those questions as you're going through those periods of your life yeah very important uh for that and that the boys and girls provide that so i mean what what a great rounding of the conversation that you know for all of these um life events and what uh compiles a life uh the boys and girls club of elgin provides that to the boys and girls and so any parent can feel like, hey, this is a great organization to help when I'm uh, not able to be there or just to even just have your boy or girl connect with a larger social organization and then to receive like the instruction to be uh, from a boy to a man, from a girl to a woman, and then in either of those reach to greatness. So Carrie, thank you so much for this great conversation very encouraging and very fun and thank you uh, listeners for being a part and hearing how the boys and girls club fits into the coalition for a safe and healthy elgin and until our next encouraging conversation have a great day thank you for listening and helping us keep elgin's youth alcohol and drug free please visit our website at cshelgin.org